Welcome to Fuzzy Memories, the podcast that celebrates the good, the rad, and the fugly of the 80s and 90s. We're three latchkey kids who made it out alive. I'm Heath. I'm Amy. And I'm Erin. And today we're going to celebrate the hits, the misses, and the misfits of the year 1984. We were just saying before we recorded, this is a chock full year. It's a hot year. Everything was coming in hot in 1984. (laughs) Movies, TV, hot. Yes. I like that that summarizes everything for me. Movies, TV's hot. That's it. That's all you need to know about 1984. You get it. You get it, listeners. Yeah. (laughs) Don't worry about it. Well, Erin, you had an idea of a question we should ask ourselves at the beginning of this episode. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes... We'll ask, you know, where we were, headspace and everything. But sometimes we might have been a t- little too young. For a headspace check. For a headspace <laughs> yeah. check. Yeah. Such as this year for you. Yeah. I mean, I was three. Yes. In 1984. I so. bet you were awesome at three. You know, I want to believe I was, yeah. but, I, you know. So, I, can we call your mom? <laughs> <laughs> that will not give us the answer we want. <laughs> You're not going to, Yeah. I'm going to imagine that you were a three-year-old with all the secrets of wisdom locked away in your little brain. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's where I'm going. And then it was beaten out of you. Three, it was think. beaten out of you by Catholic school. Oh, yeah. Okay, that tracks. Yeah, that tracks a little bit. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, 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 yep. No, much to our chagrin, we one of the titles of this podcast we thought about yeah. was The Unmitigated Gall. Yeah. Thanks to Heath. Yeah. Which would have been a fantastic name, not to knock on our name. No, I love our name, but it turns out another podcast has that name. Yeah. So, which, you know, whatever. That's fine. Not mad. But we thought that maybe sometimes we needed to do a segment called The Unmitigated Gall. Absolutely. Of this week. Yeah. Because there's always some gall, and usually it's unmitigated. Yes. Yeah. So, mitigated gall is not for me. (laughs) I prefer mine unmitigated. You can keep your mitigated gall. Thank you very much. (laughs) That tracks. Yes. So, Amy, what happened to you this week that could fall under the unmitigated gall category? Um, I have some raccoon friends in my... (laughs) (laughs) That's the appropriate response. (laughs) So those of you who know me, I've been feeding some feral-ish cats out in my backyard. I've tried lots of things. I've tried taking them to the shelter. They were dropped back in my backyard. This has been years of just like trying to do right by these cats. So doing the best I can. This summer, some raccoons finally decided, wait a second, we see some opportunity here. So we had a a mama raccoon come and try and interrupt breakfast time every day. Mm. And then she brought her five babies. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) They disappeared. I'm going to say that they found a nice little farm somewhere up in, in, you know, northern Iowa. I don't know. Somewhere. (laughs) Um, now there's some ruffian raccoon that he doesn't deserve any of this, but he's coming every morning and he has the unmitigated gall to come up to the back door and like put his paws up on the back door as I'm waiting to end the cats. The outside cats are just like up on the trash cans and everything. Like, what the fuck is this? And the raccoon's just like, Hey, where's my breakfast? Wow. That's some unmitigated gall. Like, I don't owe you anything, sir. Mm -hmm. You're getting power moved by a raccoon. I'm getting power moved by a raccoon. I don't even know if it's the same raccoon or if they've just (laughs) spread the word. And it's just all the raccoons in the neighborhood. Taking turns. Yeah. Do you think the raccoons have like one of those, like, uh, what's that neighborhood? It's not Facebook. Uh, the uh, Oh, the next door. Yeah, thing. the next door. Like <laughs> next a next door, door <laughs> yes. uh, space where they're just like, this yes. lady gives out food. Go yes. over there. They're like, she gives out the good stuff. It's cat food. Mm-hmm. And that is apparently a delicacy. And whenever the raccoon, I have to put some out in the backyard to protect the cats. And then I look out and the raccoon is just sitting on his butt. And he's just like feeding himself with his hands. It is the wow. cute, it is the cutest, but also the most alarming thing. Like he's full on just chilling out. I love that you immediately adapted and started putting the food in the backyard. Mm-hmm. I have to. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm nothing if not adapt to, to adaptable. Okay, <laughs> that's the word. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. yeah. yeah that's a good one because that. That took some gall, some unmitigated. Yeah, no mitigated gall on no. behalf of this raccoon. 
Wow. Yeah. What about you, Heath? Do you have some unmitigated gall for this week? Um, I also, I mean, mine is animal related okay, as well. Great. Oh. Um, our, our neighbors are out of town and they have a cat sitter who normally comes over. But when the cat sitter can't make it, Michael and I are the backup cat sitters. Oh. And usually Michael goes himself, but he was out of town too. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, we're on like level three of cat sitter here. <laughs> <laughs> and the other day I went over to feed this cat and it's, you know, they take this cat for walks, and it seems like a real high maintenance oh. cat. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Okay. And let's be clear, you're a cat person. You yeah, like yeah. cats. Yes, you have I'm to. A, I'm a yeah. cat I feel like we could stop the unmitigated gall segment right there. Right there. <laughs> unmitigated <laughs> gall of walking your cat. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And so I'd gone over there, and it was, you know, you know, he wants to be petted, but not actively. Like, you're just supposed sure. to let your hand hang, and he'll, like, rub yeah, against yeah. your hand. <laughs> yeah. Like, that yeah. kind of thing. If you try to actually, you know pet him like actually be like i want to say the top but that's not the right <laughs> term for this. no that's the right term that's the right term he doesn't like that so anyway i was in their apartment and the air conditioner was off because they were out of town you know and i was oh. it was getting warm and i felt like i hadn't stayed long enough but I was like, this is too much for me. So I was trying to leave. And this little rotten bastard <laughs> attacked my foot because I was trying to get out the door. He wanted to get out for one of his walks. Like oh, he thought I was going to be no. that person. And that that's not on the agenda, no. sir. No. <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm like bleeding. <laughs> it was pretty no. bad. Yeah. So I didn't feel bad about leaving then. But no. know, that cat has unmitigated goal. Now I'm really struck by the image of you walking a cat. Like, I, I want to see that. I feel like it would be a lot of, like, you cussing at the cat. Right. Also, just bleeding slightly. While yeah, yeah. yeah. and cat. limping, probably. Because <laughs> yeah. when, you, when you see the cat with, with the owners, like, it's very clear who's in charge, and it's not the human. Sure, right? sure. That's and I didn't right. really get that before, and now I get it. I feel mm. like they might just be afraid. Maybe they're hostage, yeah. and yeah, maybe they're not coming back. They might not. No, yeah, they might not. They live in a different part of the city now. <laughs> they just gave they up started their over somewhere else. Yeah. That's like some unmitigated that. gall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. What about you, Aaron? My unmitigated gall of the week goes to Amazon. Oh, well, okay. I mean, I know it's already a nemesis of mine, but... <laughs> yes. Okay, so there's a, a, a work function that I have to order some things for, and they happen to be a lot of beef sticks. Oh, <laughs> that's just mean. Why do you bring up beef sticks? I know. I'm sorry. It just It's important Why to the story of the unmitigated sticks. golf. I don't yeah. like you for anymore, work, Amy. And it's a I work don't care. I don't care. <laughs> it's disgusting. These are not recreational beef sticks. No. <laughs> Can that be our podcast name? Recreational beef sticks. Okay. Okay. It's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. Anyway, get back to your weird beef sticks. Anyway, sorry. So, <laughs> because we we have to sponsor this whole at a golf outing, and you have to oh, give something away, yeah. and the beef sticks are a big hit. Because you have to have something that doesn't melt in the heat. Oh, this I know. Is just disgusting. It's, okay. The whole thing's bad, right? Okay. It's a lot of beef sticks. I'm going to okay. preface that. I have to order a lot because they fly off the table. How many times you're saying beef stick? Beef sticks. <laughs> also feels slightly sexual. Yeah, exactly. So I'm aware that it's a lot of beef sticks. Okay. And I'm also aware that I've ordered a lot of things from Amazon in multiples. This week, the next day after I order them, I get an email that says... Are you sure that you wanted <laughs> this many beef sticks? So judgy, Amazon. Yeah. And I immediately flash like the Netflix thing, like are you still watching? And I'm like, how dare you? How dare question you? that? It makes oh. you wonder how many people how many times people have accidentally ordered hundreds and hundreds of yeah. beef sticks from yeah. Amazon and they're like, We we better check on this. We better check on yeah. it. And and to be fair, it was the seller that emailed and so then i was like okay i guess maybe they've sent beef sticks they didn't get paid for or something i don't know i don't know unpaid for beef sticks yeah but i was like i'm trying to do the lowest possible energy point to get this stuff to the house i've ordered them from amazon yeah i didn't go to costco like i don't want any interaction about these beef sticks how embarrassing would it be for a neighbor or one of your Kids, parents, friends, something to see you like at Costco with a whole cart full of beef sticks, like hundreds of them. I need all of them. Are you okay? Do you have more in the back? Are you 
okay? No, I'm not. I'm not okay. Maybe Amazon has instituted some sort of watch list because, like, people who buy that many beef oh, sticks, they're probably right. a terrorist. Yeah, right? probably like you a probably shelf can't fly anymore. Yeah, you probably can't. Oh, you oh my God, you're right. Yeah, you've, you've <laughs> Second time here. this week I've been told I'm on the radar. <laughs> One was just purely for ordering beef steak. Yeah. But you're right, because it it does. Now that I say it, it sounds like a prepper thing to do. Mm-hmm. It does. Yes, yeah, so you're on a you're on a list somewhere. Oh no. Yep. <laughs> anyway, I had to respond and say yes, and that's all I wrote was yes. <laughs> I, was like, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> Amazon doesn't deserve your context. <laughs> oh, no. It was like the unmitigated call to send me an email the second day. The second day. I thought this was done. I thought they were in process. Yeah. I never wanted to think about beef sticks <laughs> ever did again. It until they showed up and I had Ugh. to move them. So they did arrive. Not yet. Because oh. I had to say yes and then I'm assuming okay. that delayed it a day. Mm. And all the processing for the watch list is delaying it a yeah. little right. more. Yeah. They yeah. had to yeah. check yeah. everything and make sure that, yep. yeah. They're filing all your paperwork. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, you know, at the January 6th insurrection <laughs> or anything <laughs> before they send the beef sticks. They're also checking all your previously purchased items and they're trying to create some sort of profile. <laughs> and they cannot. <laughs> they cannot. It is weird. <laughs> 13 ceiling fans for an apartment <laughs> complex and then, you know, another 100 day. beef sticks. Uh-oh, yeah. it was a lot more than 100. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, let's guess. <laughs> uh, 500. Close. 501. <laughs> Who wins? Price of life strategy wins every time. Mm-hmm. How much was it? 750. Oh, gross. Yep. And they'll all be gone. Uh, mm-hmm. I hate everything about that. <laughs> I mean, that's some good unmitigated gall. I know it was personally offensive. It was personally offensive. I'm taking it as an attack. Yeah. A shot across you the should. bow. You should. You yeah. should. Yeah. Seeing was... that I am vegan, I should clarify why this is an attack <laughs> upon my person. <laughs> oh, I thought it was just the shape. <laughs> that's right. I didn't know it was that it was yeah. the shape, though, too. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. Gross. Mm-hmm. Should we talk about 1984 now? I think now? so. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing else that leads to 1984 mm-hmm. but beef yes. sticks. Beef stick is a going <laughs> to 1984. <laughs> yes. So as usual, we're going to just talk about some potential things that, that struck us about 1984. It could be pop culture. could be embarrassing memories. could be things that affected our own person. I don't know. Your could be all sorts of things. Personal growth. I thought that's what yes. you were going to say. Sure, sure. I liked it. All of it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who wants to start us off? Heath, you got something I think for Heath us? Needs yeah, to, yeah. This. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think as we uh, discussed a little bit uh, before we started recording, I think what struck all of us about 1984 was just the abundance of uh, material abundance. we have to work with. It was just crazy how much how much stuff came out that year, and you know, like Ghostbusters and Beverly Hills Cop and The Karate Kid and Gremlins and Police Academy and Gremlin, Footloose. And Police Purple Cat? Rain. Uh, yeah, oh. like all these movies came out the same year, which is wild because now, you know, you just don't have that. Like there's Yeah, we've had like two movies out right. this year on the same weekend. Right. Yeah. Maybe in 20 years we'll look back and we'll all be like, you guys remember The Flash? It was yeah. the, it was the <laughs> greatest thing of the year. Maybe. We probably won't, but maybe we will. No. <laughs> But for me, I uh, and I was too young to be watching this movie for sure. But yep. uh, Revenge of the Nerds came out <gasps> in 1984, which oh. was. And for those of you who haven't seen Revenge of the Nerds, it's the story of uh, um, a group of uh, gentlemen who uh, go off to school, and um, they are kind of bullied by the jocks, mm-hmm. and they kind of fight back and end up sort of you know winning the day. Uh-huh. And I was reading uh, a year or two ago. I read there was an oral history in I think it was in GQ oh, yeah. of of. Uh, making of the movie and so a lot of the people that were in the cast and anthony edwards was in the cast mm-hmm. and uh robert carradine and uh timothy busfield and john goodman yeah. and uh oh wow but uh yeah but it was they filmed on the campus of the university of arizona oh and yeah. so um they kind of spent a lot of time there and it sounds like they had a lot of fun while they were making the movie it sounds like they uh they really made the most of their time in in tucson and <laughs> as one does as one does yes and, I, and, I, and so part of what's in there is after the school said you could film here the um gosh what was it the sorority council kind of objected and they objected oh. because of the line we've got bush yep. mm-hmm. <laughs> that was used there which is a fair objection i it get is. why but apparently some of the actors actually went out and met with them and, and convinced them it's going to be okay. But and they so, didn't object to hair pie? 
That was not mentioned. Oh, <laughs> it, okay. maybe it wasn't mentioned in the article. Maybe that was part okay. of it too. Okay. But yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> cool. So yep. and then um, the they, the cast apparently all stayed at the same hotel, and oh. um, oh. apparently Robert Carradine liked to like have parties in his room and would play the guitar. And one night he was hosting a party in his room and playing the guitar, and the hotel was robbed. <laughs> And the two people that robbed the hotel snuck into his room and just blended into this party <laughs> and just hung out while the police were called and came and investigated and then left. And then these people, when they knew the police were gone, they just, they left. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's a great strategy. <laughs> they just hung out while he was like, you know, they just, somebody thought they were in the crew or they were just people around and everyone oh just, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so crime strategies. We got to target a hotel where mm-hmm. they're filming a movie mm-hmm. and celebrities are just mm-hmm. hanging out, and there has to be some dude that's playing the guitar every night. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the other thing that sticks out for me from the oral history was that uh, uh, Larry B. Scott, who's the one who played Lamar, if you remember, Lamar was, mm. was the gay nerd. Mm. That he, yes. um, <laughs> someone commented that uh, he said, I guess you, you could say that Larry was dead set on making sure that the entire town of Tucson knew that he was not actually gay. Oh, <laughs> no. Larry. Okay. I was hoping that was going to go another way. Yeah. 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 It didn't. No. no, it didn't. No, <laughs> no. So do you remember, did you see any of these movies in the theater? Um, I remember seeing Ghostbusters in the theater with yeah. my okay. aunt. My aunt took us in her gold Trans Am with T-tops. Whoa! <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. And we listened to... Uh, and you were, uh, you were like eight, nine? Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. And we listened to uh, Gloria by Laura Branigan yeah, on the 8-track in her yes. <laughs> car repeatedly wow. on the way there and the way back. Yeah. It was probably the height of cool. I've never, I've never re- reached that height of cool That since was the then. peak of cool. Yes. Yeah. I, was, I was eight years old and that was it. And, you know, and that's fine. Uh-huh. I get it. Like, uh-huh. I can't ask for more. Wow. Mm-hmm. But I do remember seeing that movie. I remember when yeah. the chair ate Sigourney Weaver. I was just yes. like, this is too much for me. <laughs> Uh-huh. This is too much. Yeah. Wow. But in retrospect, I mean, you know, I was remember being surprised when Gozer turned out to be a woman. I was like, well, that's feminism. Feminism. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The villain needs to be a woman. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. And Gozer, like, you know. Yeah, fuck gender norms. <laughs> Call yourself whatever you want. <laughs> Your name doesn't have to be Diane. It doesn't. No. <laughs> I remember like lobbying so hard with my parents to go see Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. And we didn't end up seeing it in the theater because I think they were like, yeah, it's going to be too scary. I think they just were just like, it looks dumb. Like they didn't mm-hmm. want any part of it. Uh... Because I saw some other stuff in the theater that was scarier than that. So like, I think there was a little bit of just like, yeah, no, it's too, too much for your age. Mm-hmm. Really? They were like, that looks dumb. And they were wrong. They were... It's a masterpiece. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They've been trying to replicate it ever since, and no one has been able to. Right? Okay, so that's one of those that you can't reboot, but yet they've sort of tried. Uh-huh. Like the recent Afterlife one. Mm-hmm. As much as I love Paul Rudd, that mm-hmm. was a travesty. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. And it's hard, too. I mean, I get why they're trying to like take an existing property, mm-hmm. but also like taking something that's so beloved. Yeah, yeah. You're just, that's a tough... You're, there's always going to be a comparison, and you're, not, you're probably not going to be able to live up to that. No. I remember like coming out because you and I saw it together. And I remember coming out and saying like it focused on the kids. I didn't think it was going to focus on kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't sign like, up I for kids. I didn't sign up, <laughs> sign up for kids. kids. <laughs> the hell? So if you're going to reboot at. a movie, it should be Splash. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I loved that movie. I, I loved do. it so much. Too. <laughs> I, I don't think I understood a lot of it, I but didn't. I loved it. Not a bit. Like all of the whole part with John Candy speaking Swedish yeah. and I'm putting mm-hmm. Swedish in quotes. Oh, I need to watch it again. Yeah. It's been a long time. Well, I can build off of um, like movies and stuff with a movie song. Okay, oh, yeah. because Beverly Hills Cop mm-hmm. came out, and I was a big fan of the Neutron Dance, which oh, was the Pointer Sisters. Yes. It was playing yes. while at the beginning when like Eddie Murphy's on that truck and he's trying to. Uh, da, 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 da. And yes, the Pointer Sisters had so many other better i don't know songs like jump and i'm so excited mm-hmm. i think they were all around this year mm-hmm. but this was it it mm-hmm. was the combo of pointer sisters and eddie murphy mm-hmm. and also that was a movie i was way too young to be watching and right. i loved it mm-hmm. also i remember there's a scene where eddie murphy like they're like looking at coffee grounds or something and then he finds cocaine and he does the thing and he tastes it or like tries it on his tongue or whatever 
And this was one of the so many times where my dad would be watching a movie with me, and he's like, "You don't, you don't do it like that." Like, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. What? It's like you wouldn't try it. You wouldn't try it. I should clarify that my dad was a policeman, not just a rando. That was just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's not how you I do was going to ask if yeah, you yeah, watched yeah. it with him and your experience, but <laughs> he yeah and. Proceeding from that, he would ruin so many movies. We're just like, oh, his his gun clips out. Like he wouldn't keep shooting at this point. Like there's a, they didn't count the bullets. The bullets are the bullets are gone. Or like you would you wouldn't do it that way. You wouldn't do it that way. Like, just let me watch. Let me watch Home for Red October, Dan. <laughs> just shush. Leave it alone. Were you a police officer on a submarine? I don't yeah, think so. I don't think so. <laughs> Were you a police officer in Beverly Hills on a cargo truck with Neutron Dance playing behind you? No. Nope. No. Remember there was that whole strip club scene? Mm-hmm. I think you saw boobs. Again, there was a lot of boobs, just just loose boobs in the early 80s and yes. 80s and movies. Yeah. yeah. Just so many boobs. And smoking. So There's much smoking. There's boobs smoking. and smoking these days. Yeah. Hmm. Is that Very a good true. thing or a bad thing? That there's know. less boobs and smoking. It's funny because now you see cigarettes like a smoking it signifies that there's something deeply wrong with the characters. Yes, yes. like yes. they're in deep emotion, emotional turmoil yeah. if a cigarette's involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean boobs won't give you. I was gonna say boobs won't give you cancer, but I guess breast cancer. They is real. they will give you yes. cancer, Heath. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, boobs. <laughs> <Smart>. <laughs> Well, well, your boobs can't give other people cancer. True. True. So. Unless you're really special and like somehow. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Super powered boobs? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe when you get fake ones, you can get the option Those for like super powered? feel like super villain boobs. Oh, you're just okay. shooting cancer on other people. That doesn't, that's <laughs> not like. Those aren't, hero, those aren't hero boobs. <laughs> As you said, Gozer was a woman. So everything is open. Everything. It's all open. Everything's open. <laughs> Well, what do you got? Okay, here? I'm gonna I'm gonna shift just a little bit into yeah. TV. Let's do it. And th- which big year for TV too, in terms yeah. of like shows that premiered and then were on for a long time. Murder She Wrote. <laughs> oh, yeah. Miami Vice, Night Court, Miami Charles Vice. in Charge, Who's the Boss, Cosby Show, Punky Brewster. Good lord! I know Jeopardy, but my all time favorite premiered in that year. A defining show of my childhood. Okay. It's called Kids Incorporated. Oh! <laughs> Wait, remind me. Because I think I'm thinking of the you can't do it on television. Right. This What's is, Kids Incorporated? They worked at a club where they did little performances. Of course they were. They were a, a kid troupe, dancing troupe. Okay. But then they solved problems in between oh. their performances. And I can literally hear the theme song right now in my head. And I loved every second of it. Wow. And one of the main people that you might remember from that show is Fergie. Mm-hmm. That's where she got her start. Yeah. Fergie Ferg? Mm-hmm. Fergie Ferg. This was Loved before she was. What was she? What drug was she on for a long time? Was she on meth? I think she was on meth for a while. Well, I think she was on was, Kids Incorporated. No, I, think, I think it was Kids Incorporated, then meth, then, then Black Eyed, then Wild okay. Orchid, then Black, Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds right. That's the right trajectory. That's a good career. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that tracks. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I don't know what it was about that show, but I was in. Wow. I even liked it better than later down the line when Mickey Mouse Club, how you know premiered with the dancing and singing i was like mm-hmm. you're just a kids incorporated knockoff oh, they already did it better you and it was a little bit edgier and it was great wow i mean they solved all kinds of problems they caught a graffiti artist oh no oh. Yeah. they learned how to give orders but not be bossy oh which i still use <laughs> isn't that a little sexist was that just for the girls no it was a guy oh was, okay yeah right. he was get, he was taking over too much and just giving oh, orders subverting. and some of his ideas were good but his mm-hmm. delivery was bad. Oh. And here it's you go. Trap. Kids Incorporated solved it, did a song and dance, end. Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you knew what to expect every week. Every week. Mm. You got the same thing. But I do specifically remember that I used to have to take turns because we only had one TV at some period of time. And I would have to take turns with that and Jeopardy because it was on at the same time oh. as Jeopardy. So that's why I also really liked Jeopardy because I would watch that. Oh. And be enthralled. Wow, that's a real Sophie's choice. Yeah. yeah. It was awful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be like, oh, it's not my turn today. So no Kids Incorporated, just Jeopardy. Wait, so who was watching Jeopardy? Who was making each? Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. I do see, there's someone I follow on Instagram. I think the account is, I think it's Jeffrey Mixed. 
And yes, he posts saw, clips yeah, from yeah. Kids Incorporated. <gasps> yes. And it's funny, it's always the kids singing. It's like a it's like a seven year old singing a song that was very much written for an adult to be singing, and they're trying to emo- like convey emotions they do not understand. Right. And they're just sort of like always a little mopey and like staring off into nowhere. And it's like <laughs> yes. it's like Fergie singing Careless Whisper or something like oh. that. And it's just it's not Maybe that's what led to Matt. It. Like Maybe. she couldn't handle the emotion. Uh-huh. It just always appealed to my sense of like drama and what I thought like the and being a singer was it was just like Uh staring off and being you know getting really solving crimes that you didn't understand yeah and then solving Mm -hmm. problems in between being helpful Mm -hmm. this explains a lot about you i know it does yeah k-i-d-s nope (laughs) (laughs) i see where you're going nope (laughs) i think we should let's let's reboot that and call it kids llc oh Acting as a C Corp. <laughs> DBA. <laughs> Doing business as. Oh, man. What were like the ages of the kids? Were they like, were they teenagers? It was a variety. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That was the other thing that was weird too. Is yeah. It was probably from like maybe eight to like 15. And yeah. it was like, explain to me why this 15 year old is hanging out? out with like yeah. this eight year old. Like yeah. that doesn't really it didn't make work any sense. In terms okay. of, yeah, if you took it out of that setting, it got weird fast. Okay. But, mm hmm. Keith, you got something else for us? Oh, of course I do. <laughs> um, well, we mentioned Footloose a little bit yeah. ago, sort of, in a fleeting way. But there's a song from Footloose called Let's Hear It for the Boy oh, by Denise, Denise Williams. Williams, the incomparable oh. Denise Williams. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if you haven't watched the video, I would suggest checking out the video. Because this is, you know, videos were still pretty new then. People were still getting a handle on it. But oddly enough, they did not include anything from Footloose the movie in this video it's just her kind of going from like uh, set to set dancing with young men like oh. like like people that are like 20 30 years younger than her and she's just and then and then she's just sort of singing to them like they're in a classroom at one point <laughs> and then they're in like this big giant fancy house and the kid's playing the piano and he's a nerd but like she brings out like the dancer in him of course and yes. he jumps up on a grand piano <laughs> and as just you starts dancing. do when someone sings to you <clears throat> mm-hmm. and it kind of all culminates with uh she's on it like a big green i assume it's made of polyurethane because it's not grass okay uh, football field and okay. there's one two football players one from each team and they sort of have a Face off, and then <laughs> one wins, and then just starts dancing with Denise Williams. <laughs> wow! <laughs> and then the field just fills up with all sorts of young men just dancing while she sings. Wow! And I, what a time to be yeah. a creative! Yeah, uh-huh. this is what you wrote and came up with for video, and it and and it went to air. Yeah, and he remembers it forty years uh-huh. later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remembered it, but I did watch it the other day just to sort of. I was like, could this have been real? And mm. it was. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think you liked most about that video? Um, I think I could, I was like, I could do that. I could have been one of these young men on Mm -hmm. dancing with Mm -hmm. her. I could have, Mm -hmm. yeah, I could have totally been, I was qualified for that. Sure. Yeah. And she seemed, you know, I mean, at the time it didn't seem odd to me that, you know, this lady who was probably in her mid thirties was just hanging out (laughs) with a kid like that wasn't hers. (laughs) Did she have a gold Trans Am? I don't know. I don't. It's funny because when I remember watching it, I was with my aunt. Yep. When I when I saw this, because apparently in 1984, that was the person I hung out with was my aunt. I was gonna say it sounds like your aunt was the key to a lot of pop uh-huh. culture at yeah. this time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Another story about that Gold Trans Am. She took us to a drive-in movie once, uh-huh. and we there were two drive-in theaters in the Waterloo Cedar Falls area. And she okay. took us to the wrong one. Okay. <laughs> we were we were going to see Smoking the Bandit or something like yeah. that. And she went to the wrong one that was showing a horror movie. Oh. <laughs> and so we went to the wrong one, bought tickets, got food and stuff. And then the movie started. It was a horror movie. And then we drove down University Avenue to the other one and caught most of Smokey and the Bandit. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Do you remember your aunt's reaction like when she realized, oh, no. Not really. I do remember when we pulled in. I remember the person when we bought the tickets had a weird look on their face when they saw this woman with like three kids in the car <laughs> going to say i didn't even know what it was like friday the 13th part three or something like that you know so you and your brothers yeah, yeah. you're all little nice get used to it kids <laughs> <laughs> this is what life is somebody in the woods is gonna hunt you down someone always <laughs> is gonna hunt yeah you down. um I'm thinking about 
the fact that this was the year that Vanessa Williams won oh. the Miss America crown and then was booted because she had the audacity to take some tasteful nudes. <laughs> which tasteful. I love it. That's a that's a common thing these days. Uh-huh. But in 1984, I also feel like it was Probably a little racist. Probably. Because I imagine there were a lot of Miss Americas that maybe had some less tasteful nudes that they were just like, it's fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But because she was the first African-American Miss America and it was such a big thing. And then it was taken away from her. I mean, I feel like now it might even be a requirement that you submit to have your some nudes, nudes. Mm-hmm. you can yeah. even get into the Miss America mm-hmm. pageant. Yeah. Well, then it was done under, I mean, it was right. Like th- th- she had taken those pictures before she won and then yes. the penthouse got a hold of them and published them afterwards. Right. Yes. So it was sort of, it was, she wasn't in on it. But yet it was her fault. It wasn't her fault because you should have done that in the first place. Right. But I mean, when you stand back and look at it, though, like clearly she's by far the most successful oh Miss America ever. Like yeah. all, the, yeah. you know, all the things that she's gone on to do. Like I don't even know. I can't think of one other Miss America. Not one. Nope. Mm. Nope. Nothing comes to mind. But yet, I was trying to think of the song and a lyric. Save the best for last. <laughs> yes. I went to Colors of the Wind. That's a good one too. Oh, was that Pocahontas? Her? Yeah. Oh. Listen, if you've never listened to Colors of the Wind while walking to Joshua Tree National Park, something I've done. <laughs> I recommend it, everybody. Get on a plane and head to Southern California. There you go. Fuzzy Memories uh-huh. travel tip. Yep. <laughs> were you were you eating some edibles too? No, time? I was oh. stone sober. You were and, just, you and then were just later loving it. Yeah, then later that day we saw Jason Momoa while we were eating lunch. Yes. That was yes, a big day for me. That, that a is day. a big day. Mm-hmm. Where's that day fall with like gold trans am mm. versus that day? That's neck and neck. I would okay. say gold trans am going to Ghostbusters and then just just barely eked out the win. Yeah. Just barely eked barely. it out. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, years from now, we'll still talk about the day with mm-hmm. Pocahontas and Jason Momoa. Uh-huh. That's a great day. <laughs> it is. Just to have the forethought to know that you should play that song <laughs> while doing that is yeah. sort of, a, I mean, I'm sort of in awe of I'll that. be honest. Most of my days, I'm like, can I play Color of the Wind now? <laughs> most of the time, at least once in a day. That's what I, I, I think. Should I? Should I do it now? <laughs> I'm just being the grocery store and it's just like, I feel like I should because they're not. Someone should be playing Colors of the Wind. Yeah. Someone should be bringing this to today. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm going to I'm gonna take a turn into true crime for a yes, second. Yes, you will. And 1984 is when we've discovered that several several preschool teachers were doing horrible satanic things. <gasps> satanic panic. Yeah. Is that horrible things. That feels like a theme song. It in should the be. Yeah, satanic like a little... panic. That would be yeah. a good podcast name too. Yes, it would. <laughs> this was the premiere of The Trial. Oh, yeah. And this is when all the information came out, supposedly, that they were accused of doing. Yeah. And then there was all these, you know... I was going to say lookalikes. That's not the right word. It feels like there, yeah, there was a situations. ton of yeah. trials after that. Mm-hmm. Like similar People situations. assuming that all these horrible, which if you followed that at all, you know that it was proven to be completely false and untrue. But man, Satanic Panic took off in 1984. It was having a year. I don't think, I mean, I don't know. I'm not in, I'm not a Satanist myself. Okay. If you are, God bless. Okay. Or, or Satan bless, whatever. However that works. <laughs> but that just seems like a lot of work to go to school and become a teacher and get a job at preschool like just go snatch some kids out of the park just go to the woods and find some kids there's some way lower thresholds to get kids kids incorporated yeah i mean we were seeing examples everywhere you just needed to become like a girl scout leader yeah you got a group of kids or just become a school. priest. Yeah. Why, mean, why get a low-paying job where you're underappreciated just to snatch a baby? Yes. It's so much easier <laughs> to snatch babies. It's so much than better that. <laughs> And turn them to Satan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like at Halloween and when people are just like, you know, don't eat like a homemade caramel apple. There's going to be razor blades yep. in there. People putting drugs and things. It's like people aren't even handing out a whole Snickers bar. They're not going to hand out drugs on Halloween. No. Their drugs are expensive. I like to think about it. If you go like a step back and think mm-hmm. about these parents finding out about this preschool and your kids there. Yeah. And I imagine there's so much group think going on 
that it was like, we don't really believe it, but man, Carol yeah. took this to the nth <laughs> Carol degree. Carol took it hard. And we can't really be on the other side because right. if it did happen, then we look like assholes. But yep. I don't really think it happened. Like there had to be, because there's yeah. enough of that as a parent now where you're like, I don't think that, that that's right. big of a deal. But I also am not going to be the poster child who's speaking against it. Right. So yeah. I'm just going to let you spin out and I'll just kind of quietly stand here. I don't have it in me to argue with Carol this week about saying no. this. No. No. That's such a good point. I like, mean, if we just even think about today, what's happening with like book banning and all uh, the critical race theory, it's it feels like there's probably so many people that are like, well, all right, you know, if Carol's yeah. doing it, I guess I should, yeah. you know, agree with it or whatever. Right. There's just so many, yeah, that you're like, I don't, I don't know. So what was the detail with the, like, they accused these preschool teachers of nasty business. Yes. They said that they were doing rituals with them that had like the kids flying in the air oh, or right. they drilled holes into the kids, but. Oh, it's you weird. would think there'd like, be that's evidence. Yeah, to I feel like you yep. could check that. Like, yeah. I don't have a hole in my child, uh, so that's Magic. what I made me think that. Like, you're taking your kid home and you're giving him a bath, and you're like, he, he oh. doesn't have a hole. Did someone drill a hole in your head, honey? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Were did you, you talk to Satan to today? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Like, how in 1984 did it make sense that Satan was just hanging out in preschools? And it took like six years to clear it up. Yeah. Like it was like uh-huh. a six-year trial. I mean, the amount of time and energy spent on this yeah. was huge. But just think of the teachers that just for that long had to just keep yeah. going and be like, I'm not a Satanist. Yeah. I did not drill a hole in your child's head and just sort of defend these yeah. idiotic accusations. And then they're just known as that forever. Right. Like you can't escape that. No. Yeah. Even no. if it's proven I'm not a Satanist. It doesn't matter. That's what everybody thinks. Or mm-hmm. thinks that there was something. Because if you heard the story but didn't really know the context, you're going to think, well, something happened that made them think maybe they were abusive or something. Right. And yeah. yeah, this is how it got so... I mean, there were a lot of good movies this year. Maybe that's why Satan came back. Maybe he was just like, they're really they're really cranking out some stuff up there. Yeah, I want to see it. get to the theater. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to hang out at the preschool in my spare time. <laughs> Romancing the Zone sounds great. And I'm coming back to see it. <laughs> Oh my god, I loved that movie too. There were so many of these movies that I put like on I recorded on VHS and then would watch again and again and over the years I would start realizing, wait, they're saying what? And it was a uh-huh. it was a developmental experience every time. Yeah. And we've talked I mean just in casual conversation before, Grease, which did not come out in 1984, if you listen to some of the words in those songs, children should not have been. Which I don't think I them. realized until maybe college. Right, yeah. And I was like, oh, huh, interesting. And I was singing this with glee when I was eight <laughs> years old. And the thing is, like, high schools put on, you know, yes. productions of uh, Grease all the time. My Catholic high school so, did a production yeah. of Grease. Yeah. <laughs> There's a pregnancy scare in that. Why are the Catholics even, yeah, there, even that was taken entertaining out. that? Okay. There was oh. no, like, it was just fun. And they just changed all the language and everything. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Which is not what you want. I mean, no. you're already at a high school production of it. You know it's going right. to be bad, but you definitely don't want different words. Yeah. <laughs> What's worse? Like, different words or hearing young Catholic kids say chicks will cream. Oh, gosh. That's a toss-up. Mm-hmm. I got to go with different words. Okay. Because there's some kind <laughs> of fun <laughs> in this one. There's True. not over here. True. Over here, you're just sort of like, oh. Oh, bummer. Oh, okay. This really makes you recognize that you're literally watching this on stage. Uh-huh. Where this, you can kind of have an out-of-body experience and be like, I can't believe they got away with it. <laughs> yeah. This, you're like, my life sucks. Yeah. This, you're like, well, <laughs> I'm making the best of it. <laughs> moral of the story, don't go to a high school production of Grease. Especially, that is the moral of the especially story. Especially not a Catholic one. Not at a Catholic school. <laughs> no, definitely yeah. not. Definitely not. Keith, since you've already proclaimed you're not a Satanist. I am not. What what else you got (laughs) for us from 1984? Um, Another song that came out in 1984 was um, uh, All Night Long, a Lionel Richie tune, which um, had a kind of a Calypso feel to it, you know? Oh, yeah, we're all dancing. Amy really lost herself in it. Yeah, yeah. Yes, please proceed. And I and I love the Lionel Richie version, obviously, but there's also a clip online of someone named Cilla Black, C I L L A B L A C K, and you should look it up. Uh, her version of All Night Long because it's it's part of a Christmas special, which doesn't really oh. make sense because she's just singing. She's not singing it. It doesn't. There's not sleigh bells added to it, right? It's still okay. just all night. It's just her singing all night long, but she's on this living room set. And it's just her and a whole bunch of kids. Again, mm-hmm. an adult woman hanging out with a bunch of kids. What is <laughs> and this? Not really. Maybe that's why Satan was on everyone's maybe. minds. They're like, maybe. all these adults are hanging out with kids. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, she's just singing it, and they're just dancing. They're not good dancers. They're mm. bad dancers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then at one point, they just kind of all form a line and kind of snake their way to the door, and she's just handing out gifts as she sends <laughs> these kids out in the winter's night with no coats on. <laughs> <laughs> and then she just finishes the song and it's like what is happening <laughs> wow like, when was that from do you know i bet i mean it must have been within a couple of years after, okay after okay. the uh, original version of all night long came out but yeah i mean that's some unmitigated gall to try yeah. and redo lionel richie first off mm-hmm. that's true mm-hmm. Yeah. And second to turn it into a weird holiday thing. Right. And it's just the idea, I don't know why to me, I think it, it sounds funny that just this sort of, this whitest white lady you can uh-huh. find is just like, let's let's do a Lionel Richie tune with a Calypso, <laughs> Calypso feel. Tough. Like, yeah, I, that's for me. That's, 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 that's okay. No one should question this. Yeah. That feels right. Yeah. Wow. Oof. That immediately made me think of... Um, Modern day reference to modern or to Real Housewives of Luann doing that Christmas song where they're oh, all like around yes. the globe and yeah. like someone seeing that in 20 years, like uh-huh. finding that clip and being like, What? <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you have? I was gonna say, Wait, are you co opting me? No, you moving ahead in line. <laughs> no, it's my turn. No, and I want to talk about weird foods that we ate. Oh, that's a good one because listen, every year we're gonna find some weird foods, and I just wonder how I functioned as a human being when I was eating hot dogs and craft singles all the time. Oh, man. Yeah. I do that now. I know. I, oh, should I admit that I love a grilled cheese with a craft single? No, but I'm talking like, you know. Has there bologna? been some research on how this isn't good for you that I missed? I thought you meant you cut your hot dog and put a craft single in it yeah. because oh. I've done that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe this wasn't the right category. <laughs> leads me to like just thinking about like midwest foods yeah yeah. iowa foods and how like you know Mm -hmm. even growing up in iowa i don't think i had a vegetable until we started eating like corn on the cob and stuff um but then it got me thinking about the topic that you and i visited a lot in broads and books which was midwestern salads Salads. and how we survived as a species Mm -hmm. as a midwestern subspecies living on these things that are called salads <laughs> but mainly mayo mainly mayo I, I would like each of you to describe a, a salad that you had growing up and you know what I'm talking about when I'm oh talking yeah about I salad. know yeah 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 uh my grandma made a salad that we were required to eat before we could have dessert okay. we had to eat our salad, salad. I'm using air quotes <laughs> okay, okay um because it was just jello and whipped cream that she fluffed together (laughs) and it made this kind of like fluffy cloud like substance she's like yeah you can have dessert if you eat your salad and be like no problem (laughs) (laughs) and then what did you have for dessert after that well she made the most phenomenal cinnamon rolls or apple pie or like an actual dessert but what we ate was also dessert but as a salad (laughs) yeah nary a fruit or vegetable in that no No. oh no she wasn't one of those that tried to sneak fruit in the jello nope nope it was whipped cream and jello. Yep. Mm-hmm. That one sticks out. How about you, Heath? Did you have a salad that I, stuck out? Well, I would like to, first of all, give credit to the person that had the foresight to be like, yeah, we should eat salads. Well, fine. This is a salad. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We need to find out who that is yeah. and celebrate that person. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to eat stuff I don't want, but I'll eat salad. I'm going to call whatever I want salad. Yeah. I remember uh, we had uh, uh, once in a while, it was called beaver salad. Oh, no. <laughs> this is going bad already. Yes. He said beaver salad? Beaver salad. <laughs> but I think, I think people call it like different things, but it's it's broccoli with, okay. there were some onions in it and there was like, I think sunflower seeds and there was like. Uh, like so some nutritional value. Yeah. Then there was some sort of probably mayonnaise based dressing or something that kind of pulled it all together. Raisins in it. Yeah. yeah. We <laughs> called it trees and raisins. Okay. That's, there Which you go. Is, not that I like beaver Trees salad way better. <laughs> I don't know why it's called beaver salad because I mean, there aren't beavers in it. <laughs> Not that you know of. <laughs> Maybe it was one of those things that when there was too much, you just threw them out and yeah. hoped that the beavers got Maybe. at it. Yeah, because yeah, like it was a... neither no beavers, no salad. <laughs> Let's call it beaver salad. <laughs> Or maybe because everyone was kind of like a beaver eating it. Like you're eating broccoli and then there's like crunchy bits and Mm -hmm. you're like. That's a good one. That Mm -hmm. is a great one. Beaver salad. I had the, we always had um, jello Also a good name for a podcast. Beaver salad. (laughs) Yes. 
Oh, yeah, man. that might go in the name of this episode. <laughs> yeah, this Beaver episode salad. should definitely be Beaver, Beaver salad. salad. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. My we typically just did like red jello with bananas and that was our salad. Okay. okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then when I got older and I got to know more people that especially lived in like rural Iowa, I heard about Snicker salad. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So Remind me what was in Snickers salad because I think you apple were... Snickers Cool Whip. Usually the Cool Whips mix with like pudding, yeah, and okay. milk. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people throw little marshmallow bits in there, chocolate okay. chips because the Snickers yeah. aren't enough. It's, it's, not it's enough. a special treat. The marshmallows. We get a little sweet in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want to balance out. <laughs> so somebody probably said, "Eat your Snickers salad before you have dessert." Yeah, and that you're makes like, total okay. sense. Yeah. Did you ever try Snickers salad? No. Oh. No, I never discovered it was a thing until like okay, I met you. You grew up in the city. I grew up, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Our salad was Jello and bananas. We were cosmopolitan. Yeah, you were. You were the Rockefellers. Of yeah, the nice color combo there with red Jello and bananas. We had green beans in a can and corn on the cob. Mm. That was city life. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, I did. We did have jello with fruit sometimes, like okay. in it, you know, like the orange with mandarin oranges, or mm-hmm. you know. I feel like that was important to say because remember, as we come at our pop culture, we are from the Midwest. Yeah. We are from Iowa. Sometimes things didn't come to us until no. years later. No. That's true. So we may be a little loosey goosey with years mm-hmm. and with our memories. This entire time that we've been talking about weird foods there's like this kind of squishy noise happening in my ear because oh, no. all those salads have that kind of squishy <gasps> like you put a spoon in it it's like <laughs> and almost like a plastic sound when you're eating it yeah. or something yeah because they were all served out of plastic bowls yeah. yes yeah. always tupperware yeah mm-hmm. chilled later yep. that was mm-hmm. the thing uh-huh. you know you're fancy if you had the chilled tupperware oh we didn't have that shit not on these That side. was a later down the line thing. You could buy special Tupperware that you chilled in the fridge so you could leave your salad out longer. Your mayonnaise-based salad <laughs> could be out at a picnic. Cool. <laughs> Can you imagine how many lives Tupperware has saved? Uh, so many. I know. Where's the Where's their like prize? Where yeah. you know, Where's their Nobel Peace Prize? They Weren't they the one. original MLMs? Yeah, for hundred percent. Yeah. 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 I think they still are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To their while, credit, though, at least people got something out yes, of it. Yes, they it's did. Not, they got like, a physical thing yeah, that survived. They're not selling weight loss shakes. That true. That's true. Do not or, do that. Oils. Yeah. Oils. Yeah. None, none All of kinds of things you can sell. MS. Leggings that have holes and smell moldy. Moldy. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Whereas Tupperware will survive the apocalypse. <laughs> they probably will. Yeah. Well, I two things jumped out to me as my final one for this 1984 and that were two toys that were deeply important to me Mm. that came out this year okay the first one was cabbage patch dolls did not premiere this year okay but they took off so hard that cabbage patch had to stop their ad campaign they literally pulled (laughs) their ads because they needed to put all their resources into making dolls because they could not keep them in stock that makes it sound like they took like a copywriter was like sorry Sorry, Craig. You're making dolls this week. <laughs> Get down there and start sewing hair on these these heads, please. Oh, that works for you. Yes. We need your fingers. Get down we there. We need everyone working 24-7 on these Cabbage Patch dolls. And the other thing was Pound Puppies. And I... Terrible name now to think about it, but I loved those well, the little... Pound Puppies, the ones with like the weighted... Legs they came in like, like a little cardboard thing that looked like they came from the pound. Like it was like almost like a little miniature jail cell on <laughs> like, and you opened up and they had sad eyes because they were in the pound, but then you adopted it. So now he's happy, but his eyes never changed because yeah, no. they'd seen dark, dark things. <laughs> dog's got a lot of baggage. <laughs> yeah. It's a pound puppy with emotional baggage. And somehow I related immediately. I was like, like I need all a, the pound puppies. I'm in a prison myself. Yeah. I need it. Yeah. I need all these pound wow. puppies. I wish they would have come with like an explanation of why the dog was sad. Yeah. Like, yes. like this pound puppy saw its mother get run over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the beanie babies yeah. with names, but they don't hold back. Cheese. So he's, this is why he is sad. Yes, <laughs> or like pump. our statue at the downtown library that is always crying, mm-hmm. and it's because of the over commercialization of children's literature. Yeah, <laughs> often, often what causes my tears. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. 
no reason. I mean, there's a reason. There's a reason. Yeah, when yeah. I cry in the shower, it's often <laughs> over the overcommercialization of children's literature. When I cry out in the night, yeah. <laughs> because of the overcommercialization of children's literature. Uh huh. Uh huh. Did you um ever get involved in Cabbage Patch Kids or anything like that? No, but there was a girl I went to school with. She got one, Ooh. and it was on the news. <laughs> no. Yes. Yes, she somehow her her parents got she had her connections. one. Yeah, and she was she was I don't know. It was like I feel like that's what it would have been like to go to elementary school with Paris Hilton. I yeah. mean, she didn't act like that at all, but she was she was a celebrity. She was your Paris yeah. Hilton. Mm-hmm. Yes, she was in the newspaper about it at least once, and she was on TV about it too. And people were just like, "Yeah, wow, wow, that's I rem- amazing." I remember wanting one, but. A, they were really expensive, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then B, yeah, they were always out. So I remember like one Christmas, and it may have been 1984, where like there was a big box at the Christmas tree, and I was like, oh, this is it. And then I <laughs> opened it, and it was a knockoff. And I was so disappointed. I had one. Did but you? I had it way after the fact. Because okay. I was only yeah, three yeah. nights. So I had it like probably after the peak died down. It yeah. was easy to get one. But my grandma sewed clothes for it. So I had all kinds wow. of... Yeah, I named it and... It was a whole thing. Can we figure out why was it so popular? Because there's a they're creepy. hideous. They are they creepy, are hideous, creepy. I, I think I I don't know, but I assume it was just once they were difficult to get your hands on. Yeah, and everybody wanted it. Yeah. right? it became a thing. But like, yeah, like when you look at the box, I remember like they were pulling these babies out of the ground. That was the story. Like these kids were <laughs> right. Like the head would pop yeah. up out of the dirt. Why like didn't a we goddamn put zombie panic on <laughs> yes. this? Yeah. <laughs> And they had that weird curly mm-hmm. hair that was just yeah. looped yarn. Yeah. yeah. And then you had to adopt them, and it was a whole thing. And it was just like. Yeah, you had to like. There was some sort of certificate. certificate right. You yeah. Could, like sign. Yeah. That's so weird. And Sings they had, behind that. They had weird names. and I mean, none of them were just named like Kim. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Kim. <laughs> this is my cabbage patch called Kim. 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 <laughs> way to bring us back yeah i just it was such a that's an important toy that i remember i don't know why i don't i remember the clothes i can't say i remember having a lot of like really great playtime with my cabbage patch doll like i don't have vivid memories of that i have vivid memories of the pound puppies like me you know stacking them up or being like oh there's so many i don't have and they're so sad and how will i get them all (laughs) So you were basically like me now with all the cats mm-hmm. outside and the raccoons and all the creatures. Mm-hmm. Like, I got to protect them all. I got to get them all. I gotta, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Okay. No. That's good mm-hmm. enough. All right. So I heard you have a, a game for us. You know, I do. Um, we didn't mention any uh, after school specials from 1984, but there's, a, there's some gems. Well, listen, we're probably going to have to revisit 1984 just with yeah, all there's the just stuff. too much stuff there's stuff on my list we didn't get to mm-hmm. and there's so no much one more. even brought up jelly shoes no one brought up jelly <laughs> shoes. oh my gosh i loved a jelly shoe <laughs> i wanted to talk about red dawn and how it scarred me for life oh, oh yeah so we'll do that next that's time. A, okay. that's a yeah. definitely yeah, yeah part two situation yeah so i thought that what i would do is say the title of some after school specials and you guys have to guess what it was about okay okay, okay. I'll, I'll start with an easy one mm-hmm <laughs> Mom's on strike. <laughs> so wait, wait, this was an actual title. This is the actual title of an after-school special that aired in 1984. Mom's on strike. Is this like a, like a normal Ray, but with kids, like Kids Incorporated production? Normal Ray. I'm picturing like a Mr. Mom kind of situation with like Michael Keaton because mom went back to work and holy shit, I'm a dad. I got to take care of these kids. <laughs> yeah. How am I going to do this? I'm going to watch soap operas all day. That's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say mom had a second family and went to live mm. with them. Yeah. <laughs> I like that one. Let's go with that one. That would be so good. So good. This is so disappointing. Overworked mom refuses to do anything until the kids help with chores. Wow. So are you going to watch this and take notes from it? Perhaps. <laughs> okay. Perhaps I will. It's right. per part two. Yeah. Maybe okay. what we do is after we get through them, you tell me which one you want me to watch okay. and take okay. notes all on. Because right. you don't want to ruin that out of the gate. I can't commit to all these. <laughs> Good and there's point. some gems. Okay. All right. All right. The almost royal family. Oh, no. <laughs> the almost <laughs> royal family. So is it like, you know, like a Princess Diaries kind of situation? Is this about Harry and Meghan? <laughs> yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
I'll go with that. I like Heath's story better. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, family moves to a secluded island and decide they're royalty because they're the only ones that live there. Oh, so it's about mental health problems. <laughs> this was an actual after. What was what was that supposed to teach us? Yeah. <laughs> Run away from your problems. Yeah. yeah. And just pretend that you're royalty and you yeah. will be. Here's a good one. Okay. The hero who couldn't read. <laughs> The hero who couldn't read. I'm going to say it was a football player. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, that, uh, you know, is getting all the accolades. He's in the newspaper, but he can't read the newspaper because he can't read. <laughs> you are so close. It's not even funny. <laughs> all you got wrong was that it was a basketball player. <laughs> and the teacher is determined oh, to gosh. teach him to read. Of he's illiterate. Completely illiterate. Somehow made it all the way to high school. Somehow. Illiterate. The hero. Hero. That couldn't be. Yeah, that's that's some strong language there. Uh, Out of step. I just pictured Channing Tatum and Jenna Dwan Tatum. (laughs) That might be far I've seen seen Out of Step to the streets. (laughs) Is that related? And three electric boogaloo. Mm, Assuming there's a dance competition. This seems too early for... Yeah, to have a gay dancer oh. an after school special. So yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. secretly gay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say it is it's a uh, 80 year old woman who passes for 15 and joins a dance troupe. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. And gets a 15 year old boyfriend in the process. Uh-huh. Oh, so close. Teenage girl wants to try out for a successful dance group, but the fear of failure holds her back. That's boring. The entire plot is her <laughs> saying she's going to do it and then not doing it. Okay. <laughs> That's just like every day in our lives. That's boring. Okay, I got one more. All right. The Great Love Experiment. No, oh, no. Is this where the gay stuff comes in? I was going to say anal. <laughs> <laughs> Experiment. Um, it's got to be something with Satan. <laughs> Satan's got to come in. Is it scientists? <laughs> you would That's think so with the word experiment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, just a group of popular girls lure a timid girl into a makeup experiment with unexpected results. What? They made a whole special. <laughs> so here's what I noticed about 1984 after school specials. They were soft. Uh, okay. Yeah. But now, uh, the next one, these were actually in chronological order, and the next one after Out of Step was in January of 1985. Boom, suicide. Oh! Like, they said, oh, we got to up our game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This isn't doing it anymore. Mm-hmm. Makeup, dance troupe. No, we got to get islands. to the stuff. Like, we I want to know what the stuff. unexpected results were with the makeup one. Yeah. Because when, like... Unless at the end she just had makeup on, the results were pretty expected. Right? But from what I yeah. could understand from the plot without watching it, it seemed as though they were trying to make shit out of her, and she actually looked good in the makeup, oh, and then she goodness. became more popular, and, oh, and guys then, were interested, you know, the oh. age-old, like... So it's a she's all that sort of scenario. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. All right. They mm-hmm. took her glasses off. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. She was beautiful. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There was one other one called Summer Switch, where a father and son switch spots, and I was like, "That's Freaky Friday." Yeah, like, or vice versa, or yeah. like father like son. Yes. There was a whole yeah for a, a whole while. Genre. There was yeah, yeah. I think what was it? Fred Savage and Judge Reinhold did one. <gasps> yes, and then it was Kirk Cameron and Dudley Moore. Was oh it Kirk Cameron God. and Dudley Moore? Was that who it was? Yes. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so. Which oh. is a match made in heaven. Uh huh. ABC did it first, does it after school? Yeah, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> I bet the special effects were stunning. I yeah, I mean a lot of it. So out of those for 1984, you know, let me know and I'll watch and take notes for you. On I'm uh, kind of partial to you moving to a place and just declaring yourself queen. Yeah, right. Yeah, that seems. It is kind of interesting. Oh, and guess who was in that one? Who? Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh my god. <laughs> She was one of the kids? Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. wow. Uh-huh. That was an excellent game, and you know mm-hmm. how I feel about games. I know. I know. I knew it was a low stakes enough, though, that yes. it wouldn't feel threatening to yeah. you. <laughs> right. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. 
on Fuzzy Memories. We'll be back in two weeks exploring more of the weirdest decades. Will you bring another game for us? Of course, every time. All right. I got this. And maybe we should return to Unmitigated Golf because that was fun. <laughs> that was fun. That maybe was that fun. should be a thing. Yeah, I think that should be a thing. Okay. It's fun. We need it's, an outlet. Yes. We're going to explore yeah, it. Yeah, touchstone <laughs> for where we're at. Mm-hmm. I'll update you on the raccoon situation. Yeah. It'll be great. It'll be great. I'll yeah. let you know if I got my beef sticks. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm fine without knowing. It's fine. We can find out if he's heels, if wounds yeah. have healed. If yes. I come back with one foot, you know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> if you like the show, tell your friends. Use your socials. Uh, do what uh, you do online. Unless it's gross and bad. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. <laughs> we don't want to condone that. So until next time, stay rad.